Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grace Chronicles. I am Sherry Falco, and I'm here with my co-host, Leila Kylie. Hello. And our guest today is amazing. Her name is Maria Fisher, and she is a pediatrician. And I want everyone to know that because she has an amazing healing testimony. Um, her entire family, and even her dog, <laughs> was healed um, by the supernatural healing power of Jesus Christ. So welcome, Maria. Thank you. Hi, Maria. Great Hello. to have you on. Thank you. So I just want everybody to understand. So you you are a pediatrician and you are currently practicing? Correct. And how long have you been a pediatrician? 27 years. Okay. That is, that is amazing. Um, so you were telling me, though, that you grew up and you had serious asthma and allergies. Is that right? Yes, I had it from the ages of five to 51. Um, I was in and out of the hospital at least eight times for asthma, multiple, probably hundreds of visits to the emergency room. Um, was allergic to, in my 50s, early 50s, was allergic to most foods except for six, every tree, every grass, every pollen, just about every animal you could think of. So the quality of your life, what was the quality of your life then? I tried to do as many things as normal as possible, but there was a underlying fear that if I went to a concert to watch my kids play, um, was somebody going to have perfume next to me that would make me sick? Was there going to be something in my food? that I didn't know was in there that would make me sick. Um, and I had anaphylactic reactions or near death reactions. So uh, I lived in a lot of fear, although I tried to be normal. Okay. I can imagine. <laughs> wow. So even the smell of perfume or um, being outside? My eyes would swell up. My lips sometimes would swell up. I'd start wheezing. When it got to critical mass, I was on a $1,000 shot every month for almost two years until I started reacting to the shot. Oh, oh my Lord. Wow. Yes. But you told me um, when we were talking earlier that, um, that it was bad, but then you, when you got saved and when you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior... And I thought you said it was at 16, but you said that the allergies got a little bit better. Is, is that, am I remembering that correctly? Yes, you are correct. They got uh, quite a bit better until I got a little bit older in my 20s. Yeah. I. And then you said something that I found interesting. You have three children. Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And then you said that the allergies got progressively worse with each pregnancy. Correct. Um, so, and I think you told me something else that, that there were, I think you said it was 2015 where you were going through a very dark time and you started to cry out to the Lord what, can you just tell us a little bit what you were crying out to God? I mean, what were you asking him to do? 
Um, and around t- 2012, 2013, okay. uh, I discovered that in our marriage, it wasn't what I had hoped it would be. Okay. And, um, had some suspicions about some things and it came out, but it, it was more related to my husband, not knowing how to handle his parents' divorce Okay. when he was young and that affected his relationships. And I, I was upset and I was diligently seeking after God. I mean, I did it when I was 16 to, you know, whatever age, 40s or so, Um, but not like this. And I was praying and worshiping every day, almost every minute of every day. And then he started talking to me. So when you say not like this, right, you said I was seeking God before, but not like this. So this painful time. So what do you mean exactly by not like this? When someone feels rejection, uh huh. but you know that God loves you and he does, he loves all of us. I wanted to be loved by him. Mm. And so I was praying to him to ask him to help me. And he helped me. <laughs> <laughs> he helped you and you heard him. You said I heard him. <laughs> I heard him in 2015. He started talking to me Mm. about how to pray for other people. And, um, it was, I became an intercessor. I didn't know what that was. It was just praying for other people. And then two years later is when he talked to me even more before we were healed. Okay. So now we get to that point. Okay. So you're, you're in this dark time. But then you start pursuing the love of God, right? Because you said, you know, he loves you. So you're just, you just want to have a closer relationship with him. And then in 2017, he spoke something to you. Can you tell us about that? And go back just a little. In 2016, I was down to six foods that Mm. I could eat without getting sick. And then um, in 2017, early in January... I asked God, how do I get closer to you? Mm. And he said, do you remember that prayer you said when you were pregnant with each child? And I said, no, I don't. And he said, think about it. And he'd always been really nice when he talked to me, but this time he was kind of stern. And so I thought, okay, 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 please bless this child. Keep him healthy and safe. Have a great life, great marriage. And if anything bad were to happen to them, have it happen to me. Mm. And I went, oh no. Oh no. So I renounced the prayer. I asked for God's forgiveness. And within um, a few days later, I had made some food for my family that I had put carrots in that I had normally been allergic to. Um, It used to cause a reaction where it came out both ends. And um, God said, take a bite. And I was, I went, okay. So I took a bite, a small bite of carrot and nothing happened. And then I took another bite and nothing happened. And so I ate all the carrots out of this bowl <laughs> full of soup that I had made and nothing happened. And then the next day, which was February 4th, 2017, 
the day before Super Bowl Sunday, I was in the store buying some food because that was the only day that we used to eat a bunch of junk, junk that we weren't allergic to because okay. each of each of my children got sicker. So not only did I get sicker after each pregnancy, my eldest son had allergy symptoms and asthma symptoms in his teens. Mm. My middle child got them exercise-induced asthma or asthma when he exercised when he was about seven. And my youngest got it at six weeks old. She reacted to a formula that I gave her. And then at a year old, we could tell that if anybody gave her corn, she would have hives all over her mouth. Mm. She almost died three times from anaphylaxis or severe life-threatening reaction. So anyway, so I'm in the store and I said, God, can I get this cupcake mix? I'm tired of this nasty stuff. We're going to please get something different. And he said, yes. And it had corn on the list. Corn starts with like seventh on the list. So I knew it wasn't as bad because it was way down on the list. But I wouldn't ever do this because I'd almost died from just the smell of popcorn before. Okay. Um, so I made these cupcakes and I told my husband, I'm getting ready to take a bite of these cupcakes because God says it's okay. And he said, okay. So I took a bite and of the cupcake. Let me just stop you for a second, okay? Yes. Yeah. Because first of all, you have not only you, but your children yes. have literally life-threatening yes. allergies. Yes. So you hear a voice yes. <laughs> that says, go ahead, right? After you pray this prayer that, you know, basically you're renouncing um, some things that you prayed. Yes. You hear a voice say, do this, something you would never do. I'm just wondering, did you have any doubt that this was God? By then, no. Because I had such a strong relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And okay. things that he had told me from 2015 on, like, pray for this person or wow. your computer just shut down pray for it. I would pray for it and it would come back up. Um, it was, I had seen so much, so much that he had okay. done that was not coincidental anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just That's had okay. to know that. <laughs> sure. So I took a bite of the cupcake and within about 30 seconds, my lips started swelling up. My eyelids swelled up. I could feel my forehead swelling up and I said, no, this is not happening. God says I'm healed and poof, just disappeared. So the next day I'm at church and I hear God say, get a bag of Doritos. And I'm thinking, okay, Doritos is straight up corn. Yeah. I hadn't had Doritos in over 30 something years or corn chips over 30 something years. So, um, we drove to the store. I told my husband what he had said. And I said, God, while well, he's in the store getting them, I said, God, how do we do this? Because he wanted my daughter to eat them too. I said, do we take a little bite or a big bite? And he said, little bite means little faith. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so good. Big bite means big faith. Mm -hmm. So when we got home, I told my husband to get his phone because we're going to eat these Doritos. <laughs> and my daughter... Um, who knew the implications to all of this. She was old enough. She was in her teens by then. I said, God says we've been lied to. Um, we're going to eat these Doritos. And she said, do we need the adrenaline or the EpiPen? And I said, no, if you get that, it means you don't believe. And she said, okay. 
So we both took a bite of the chips and nothing happened. <laughs> we ate more than one and nothing happened. And it's on, my husband had recorded it on his phone. And so um, because it was Super Bowl Sunday and that's the day when everybody got together to eat a bunch of junk, our, our adult sons came home and I'm holding a bag of Doritos. Now keep in mind, we hadn't had that in our house for decades. And they said, you're not going to eat these, are you? And I said, yes. And they said, and I said, watch, I'm going to give them to your sister. And they said, you're not going to give them to her either. Cause they had seen what had happened to her before too. And I said, yes, God healed us. So we ate them in front of them. We, um, I told them that we had been lied to. I had them do the same prayer and nothing happened to them either. And then found out, um, a couple weeks later that our daughter-in-law, I had cooked eggs in something because I, I could now cook eggs. I couldn't ever cook eggs in my house before that. I'd have to wear a towel around my face and um, just completely cover up or do it on the porch with a mask on. Um, but now I could cook eggs in the house. <laughs> I could cook anything in the house. And so I cooked it in the food and didn't tell her anything and nothing happened to her either. And then a week or so later, and she knew we were all healed. A week or so later, it made straight up eggs. No problems with her. So she was healed too. A few weeks later, found out when allergy season rolled around that my husband didn't have any allergies or sinus infections. He'd had every year, he had a sinus infection at the same time. And then around, I can't remember exactly when, but like a week or so afterwards, I said, you know, we should check the dog. Because he had really bad allergies too. He used to sneeze to hamburger and his eyes would water. Even the dog. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> yeah. he was one of the pack and the pack yeah. runs together and we all had similar stuff. Nothing happened to him either. So Jesus healed seven beings, six, uh, six people and the dog. And the, our daughter-in-law was healed because she's one flesh with my son. Amen. And my husband was healed because he's one flesh with me. So I'm just going to, cause I know our listeners are going, what? But once again, right. So you are a medical doctor. <laughs> so do you, did you then go and get um, like evaluated? Do you have medical proof uh, documented that, that all this stuff is healed? Well, I went back to my allergist uh, about two months later to tell him I didn't need him anymore because we were all healed. Uh, I had, I was getting allergy shots also. Well, I couldn't get the allergy shots anymore because I kept reacting to them, but two out of three of my kids were getting allergy shots. I had had allergy shots 30 years prior in an attempt to help. (laughs) So I went back to him and, um, he documented that I feel excellent today <laughs> and I have people who I used to work with who had almost seen, who had seen me have a near anaphylactic reaction mm-hmm. in the office. Um, somebody had cooked chili that had cornstarch in it wow. and I started wheezing and had to leave. And so when I came in that day with the same bag of chips, the next day after we were healed to show them that mm-hmm. I was healed, one of the docs came by, put his hand in, took it out and started eating it. And he says, how did this happen again? 
<laughs> so, um, yes, I have people. I have witnesses everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. And um, so, and you were telling me when we were talking earlier that this, this, you know, hasn't just extended to you, that now God uses you to pray for your patients. And I, I thought you said that you had seen a, a brain tumor healed. Is, do I remember that correctly? Yes. Um, about two months around the same time when I talked to the allergist, a friend of mine told me that her friend's brother had a brain tumor and it was inoperable. They had done surgery on it like the year prior, but it continued to grow and he wasn't going to make it that it told him to put his, get his affairs in order. And he had about two months to live. I'd never seen him. Um, but God gave me, uh, he told me and, um, a message where it was located mm -hmm. and I didn't know exactly who it was for on that day. So I, I asked him and he told me, who do you know that might have that? And, um, I contacted my friend and said, is this where this brain tumor is? And she contacted her friend and said, and found out yes. So I went to his house and prayed for him and found out a month later, it was completely gone. So yes. <laughs> so amazing yes and that's documented too it's on mri <laughs> okay <laughs> and then i i think you said something really funny i i can't remember the exact wording but i think one of your patients or someone asked you why you still have a stethoscope and use like the you know standard medical practices and i thought you said it's because some patients aren't ready yet or something like that what was that? it's one of my colleagues um I have prayed for quite a few people in the clinic if they want prayer. Yeah. And Jesus had healed her and her husband. And when her husband was healed of back pain, um, he was just incredulous. <laughs> and he says, why do you even carry a stethoscope? <laughs> because um, he, he, he was just, he'd had so much pain. He was getting ready to go to an urgent care. And um, I said, would you want me to pray for you? And Jesus healed him because he just loves us. That's just the way he is. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I had a question about time frame. So I was just curious from the moment because it's, I love how it seems too that it's like God started you incrementally. You know, it was just a little step here, a little step there. You know, you had the carrots, then you had the, you know, you had a cupcake or you had, you know, just a few different things, a Dorito. And I know that those were, I get, I mean, I'm saying it's a small step from taking a bite of food, but actually that's kind of, a, that's a huge leap of faith really because of how strong your reactions were. I mean, this was life or death for you, but he had you just take a bite now, but it's interesting. And you just got, when you said that you heard him say to you, what is that? Could you tell our audience how you hear the voice of God? I mean, what does that mean for you? How does that work for you? Well, early on, I could feel him like right here in my chest and it would just be an impression of, um, Holy spirit just, well, I just felt it like, uh, you should do this or, um, go over there and look at that or 
just it was a big urge or an unction yes. Mm -hmm. yes and it was um it was things that i had at first started out things that i had to get rid of in my life uh i'd had a significant occult influence when i was younger and did not realize that the things i brought in my house were not were not helping me <laughs> and um as i got rid of those things he got louder and wow. I could hear him straight up talk. Okay. And so also when you were saying that um, you felt led to pray, where you got the tumor image or how did that work again? I mean, you just heard that someone has a brain tumor or you had the image. Well, I knew he had it from, I don't know, two, three months in the past, but I woke up one morning and I had pain in my head that went from here all the way around to the other side to the back of my head and it was excruciating but um i was i was going this is this is not me i i don't have pain like this and the term is a word of knowledge um for people to understand that um and that was when i went okay uh who's this for and he said who do you know might have that hmm. And I went, oh, so then when I, my friend gave me the number for her friend to text her, I said, is this where the brain tumor is at? Yeah. And she says, yes. Okay. And I said, God wants to heal him. He wants to heal him. Can I pray for him? <laughs> and uh, so cool. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, and it's cool how God works in our lives, right? So he had an impression, you get impression. Sometimes you hear, you know, a voice in your mind, I would say, right? Um, then you can get in the impression and then you've had physical pain that indicated someone else's medical infirmity or issue that they had. Okay. Well, Clearly, you are just, I don't know, I, I just find your testimony so special. And, um, and you just feel the grace and the love of God over all of it. And just like Layla pointed out, it was, you know, he started you a little bit smaller, then a little bit bigger, helped build your faith a little bit more until finally he's like, just eat it. <laughs> yes. Right. So, <clears throat> so could you, Maria, there are people who are listening. Who are struggling um, with fear uh, because of maybe something similar to what you had, or maybe it's another illness of some kind. So I'm just wondering if you would pray um, for all of our listeners. Love to. Okay. Dear Lord, I thank you that you are the God of the universe. I thank you that you healed myself and my family, and there's so many others that you want to heal. I thank you, Lord, that your word is true. When you said that the deaf will hear and the lame will walk and the blind will see, it is so true. I who had life-threatening asthma and almost died multiple times, you healed me, 
You healed my children. I pray, Lord, my whole family, that you would do the same for these others who are listening. I pray, Lord, that you would pour out your spirit in Jesus' name, and they will come to know you as the most high God and the one who is the lover of our souls. And I speak total restoration over those who have fear and illness. And I pray, Lord, that you would draw them to you in a mighty way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Maria, for taking time out of your day. Um, you just have been a pleasure and a blessing to us all. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Mia, Maria. It's so great to hear your story. Bye. <laughs> She's gone now. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know what kept coming into my head as she was speaking was faith. Mm -hmm. And that's why I asked her about if she ever doubted that it was God, if she ever had any doubt. I mean, it's normal to doubt, but then you see, you brought it out, Layla, how God did like a little bit, try this, then do that, yeah. right? Then do the big one, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Then eat the one, the Dorito that's completely corn. Um, so that's his grace, just always there upholding us, you know, and helping to build our faith. Because, you know, we recall, oh, he did something and that builds our faith for the next thing. Um, and the other thing that struck me was, first of all, when we look at when Jesus healed, you know, there was an action on the part of the person being healed, right? Get up, right? Yes. Take your Mac and walk. Go yeah. and wash. I mean, there's, there's faith is action. It's I always say faith is a verb. <laughs> it's a verb because it requires, it's like, it's a partnership with God. You know, can God do it all by himself with nothing on our part? Well, yes, because God can do anything, but, but that act of faith on Maria's part that, you know, it's what activates, it's what activates the healing that is available. Don't you yeah, you have to implement. Yeah, you've got to implement. And this is basic wisdom, too. I mean, there's one thing to know something. It's another thing to actually implement it into your life, right? And take action. So that's that same principle. It works with God as well. And I love, too, how it was God leading her in this. It wasn't someone else telling her or some other, you know, outside um, just person or experience or something like that. It was, she was developing a relationship with God. And then she slowly, she knew his voice, obviously, too. I mean, she was becoming, she had already tuned her ear somehow to acknowledge and recognize, oh, I'm getting this while I'm standing right here at the grocery store, right? I'm getting something. I have this urge, this and she knew that that was God and that it wasn't something else. It wasn't just the flesh. It wasn't just her own mind. She knew it was something else. Because, and she would have had to have known that or else she wouldn't have bought the stuff, right? She wouldn't have eaten a Dorito or... <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. You know, and so it was born out of that, like the relationship and hearing God's voice and knowing when it's him and when it's not and trusting that and having some confidence in it. Well, you know, she was saying something was going on, right? Whatever she said, it was 2012, 13, where she finds something out that, that, that literally motivates her to pursue God. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the scripture that says, you know, if you seek him with your whole heart, he will be found, right? God will be found. So, you know, as you said, her, she's, she spent a few years just nurturing and developing this yeah. relationship through worship. She said prayer, I'm sure reading of scripture, um, where she's learning, you know, Oh, this is God. I recognize how he speaks to me. Um, yeah. And then also it was, um, so as he's kind of incremental, so it was, you know, like carrots, um, taking the carrot bite. But then when she bought the, what did she say? It was like a cupcake mix or a muffin yeah, mix or something. Cupcake. And it had cornstarch. Right. So then I love this. So then she says she takes a bite and she starts to react, right? Yeah. Her body, her system starts to react. And here's the key. She said, no, stop. Yeah. No, this is it. Now that I have personal experience with too. And the way that I like to phrase that is, is I deny it. I am not in denial over what's going on, but I deny what is happening right now. And I will say no to this. Stop. Nope. We're not going here with this and just keep saying no. And for her, it was a powerful no that she gave. She spoke against it and then the symptoms stopped. Well, you know what that makes me think about is, um, you know, I always say that the great people of God, if you study people who are considered like have great faith, I've only ever been able to find one thing that they had in common because they're all different. And even yeah. in the Bible, they're all different was that they, they take God at his word. So eventually their experience comes up to the promise of God and the word of God. Where in our culture today, we flip-flop it. We say, my experience defines who God is. Who he is and what he can do. So my feelings, which are very unreliable, but we put them above the word of God. Where if we would reverse it and just say, you know what? I put the word of God first. Then my feelings will come into order and so will my experience. And, um, that's what, you know, that's what makes God a promise keeper is if we, if we keep him, he will keep his word. So if he tells her to do this, right. And he tells her she's been healed, right. You see, see the other thing is when you interview her, she has such joy, such joy in the Lord. And I can't even imagine saying, well, I, I go to my day and I have six foods I can choose from. Right. And none of them are fun. I mean, you know, I, I'm not really a foodie, but you know, if I only have six to choose from and I didn't ask her what they were, that is really, and then I can't even, not only can I not eat, but I can't cook. The way she said, yeah. hey, so right. you can't even cook. The, yeah. The aroma or I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it was when God told her, so she did have all of these experiences that contradicted the word of God, right? She's sick. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she has these past experiences that are very real for her. And I don't know what her mindset was. And I guess that would have been something to kind of know and say, okay, well, had you been praying or, you know, what? But I know that she knew God, knew about God. I think, you know, this wasn't something absolutely new for her, but yet it seemed to shift when she started to develop that personal relationship with him and that intimacy with him. And then he told her, take a bite. Yeah. So that's, that's, and, and that becomes an act of obedience also, right? Walk in obedience to what God is leading you into. Well, I don't think there is any faith apart from obedience. Mm -hmm. That's the problem is we've tried to separate it and say, well, I can have faith, but I don't need to have obedience. Well, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's very true. <laughs> That's no. true. <laughs> <laughs> because faith looks like something, right? Without me saying a word, you should be able to look at my life and see my faith. Yes, mm -hmm. we're called to speak and tell people about Jesus and about God. Yes, God is real, right? Um, but still, you ought to be able to look and see evidence of, of my faith. And um, that's the other thing that I wanted to bring up was her prayer when she was pregnant is something that I prayed. Um, yeah, you said that. Right. Because <laughs> this is good. This is good. I love this. It was so odd um, that when I was talking to her before the interview, that when she said that, I thought I prayed the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that was, prayer was? No, well, see, the thing was, um, I did not have a relationship with God at this point in my life. I knew he existed. I just didn't know it was possible to have a real relationship, like one where we actually know each other. So um, first of all, it was a miracle that I was pregnant in the first place because doctors said I would never get pregnant. So I got pregnant with my first son. And then they said it was awful. Layla. It was just, it was one of the most painful periods of my time. But the, first they said, well, he might have Down syndrome. That was the first thing. And then they said, um, you know, that I shouldn't get too attached to him because he had bilateral cysts on his head and he would either, either they would come to be nothing or he would be so severely like mentally disabled that he would die immediately after birth. <laughs> so wow. I, I knew some things about God, not much, <laughs> but I knew that if there was a healer, it was him. So I assumed at this point, wrongly, but I assumed that he was distant and angry and that he was counting all my sins against me. And this was the very reason that these things were wrong with my son. So I asked. Okay. So it was your fault that no, your son was sick. Yeah. So what I you did that made him sick. Okay. Yeah. So I just said to the Lord, you know, I need you to take it from him and give it to me. Oh. And so um, actually after my interview with Maria, this has been, my son is now 24. I actually renounced that prayer that I prayed because it is so contrary to who God is, right? God is merciful and loving, not counting our sins against us. He is the healer, right? Um, so it was just, 
But like I you said, know, and I've heard, I've heard people say that too. And I've been surprised by that because I didn't know that that was um, something that people would go to that, in a direction that they would take. I mean, because I would think, well, if you're praying, then just pray for it to leave or, but with the mindset, but yeah, I've heard people say, I prayed for, you know, my child to be delivered of an illness and for it to come on me as if someone needed to be sick to pay as punishment for, or payment, you know, for some sin. Well, actually, someone already did. And his name is Jesus. And that was the problem with the prayer. His name is Jesus. Yes. And he took all sin and all sickness mm -hmm. and all infirmity. Mm -hmm. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why you, when you need healing or your baby needs healing. Yeah. You go to, to Jesus, and he's the one that took it all. And I wanted to give some scripture references for that as well. Um, uh, Exodus fifteen twenty six says, God is the Lord who heals. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, just a few here in the New Testament, the whole New Testament teaches us that Jesus on the cross, he bore our sickness and carried our pains to remove them from us. And by his stripes, we are healed. And that's Matthew eight seventeen and first Peter two twenty four. Um, and there's many more. But um, in Psalm 107, 20 also says that he sent his word and healed them. And that's Jesus. He sent his word. Jesus is the word. Right. God sent him out to heal the people. So if you're listening today and, um, and you have never um, accepted Jesus into your life and into your heart, this is, there's no better time than now. And so all you would have to do is, is just repeat after me. Jesus, I want to know you. I know that you died for my sins, for my sickness, and for my pain. I give it all to you now because that is why you died. I ask that you would forgive me for all of my sins. And I know that you do. I ask that you would make me new. That you would heal me from the inside out. I thank you for your love. Amen. Amen. Yes. Jesus paid. He, he purchased our full healing and he forgives us of every sin. So that's what life in Christ has to offer. Well, thank you guys, all you who are listening. And um, we hope that this has made a difference to you today. And we will see you next time.
this is good as they used to. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know, but I like these nuggets. I haven't had these in so long. These dudes are shit and suck on them. This is Augie. I didn't enjoy this one.